0: I still don't know my right from my left.
1: No, you don't.
0: I mix that up every single day of my life.
1: I got to tell you, saying that is not helping you with the case (laughs) of not taking some leapfrog courses.
0: (laughs) If you will buy me a leapfrog, I will practice my math skills.
1: Children who are five years old Uh know right from the left. I
0: don't. I don't.
1: It never, it never ceases to throw me off (laughs) when we're driving somewhere and I'm behind the wheel and I'm like okay what's the next turn and you say oh take a right and then I get over in the right lane and you're like where are you going like what the hell are you talking about and you were like you need to go this way and you point to your left and I'm like what do you mean you said right
0: I don't know it's just never something I picked up okay
1: I'm gonna buy I'm gonna print out the paper that has a right hand and left hand
0: no that should be my first tattoo is put an r on my right hand and then l on my left hand to be
2: honest and then i'm like
0: i won't forget because then it's just on my hand forever
1: god you're so quirky
0: thanks i'm happy (laughs) you think my inadequacies and intelligence are charming they are thank you that's
1: what makes you you thanks dear We are back to welcome you back to a beautiful episode of the Show Dependent Podcast. What is that? What could that mean? The Show Dependent Podcast is where myself and my other half talk about the things that we love, how they shaped us into the people that we are today, and whether or not we still have a strong relationship with that thing. My name is Eddie. I'm the, uh, shall we say lovable co-protagonist of this podcast my other half hello <laughs> what is your name
0: kayla hi guys how are we this week hopefully okay hopefully
2: okay
1: don't good. just uh just how you're making it
0: you know it's a lie when your voice jumps two octaves um, just, uh, hey. oh gosh i'm living a dream i didn't know i was dating mickey mouse <laughs> here he is in the flesh people uh-huh. Oh, God. Is that good? <laughs> that was as good as it needed to be. <laughs>
1: okay. I like I could it. I tell
0: it was Mickey, so there you
1: go. Gorgeous. How are you doing today? Uh... Okay. That's how <laughs> I'm doing. <laughs> Can you imagine sending that text or like sending <laughs> that email?
0: Uh... Yeah. Send. Yeah. How about you?
1: Got the antacid in me.
0: Oh, good. Got my
1: glasses on for this episode because I actually did a little bit of research here. You know, really just took a deep dive into the wiki, the best website ever for research.
2: Yeah, And uh,
1: found out some names of episodes. I have, dare I say, some fun facts about this series.
0: Fun facts.
1: But with that said, is there anything else we want to say before we get into this?
0: Um, I am completely unprepared. So uh, just know everything I say, you know, <laughs> take it with a grain of salt.
1: I guess that is a good quick preface. Is yeah. that uh, with this TV series? Hey, guess what? Once again, the very funny thing that I love people do. I'm just going to acknowledge it here. If you're listening to this podcast episode, you probably already can read and know what we're talking about. We're talking. Oh, about... I hope
0: I hope our our listeners are literate
1: because oh, if you know.
0: cannot read. Um, You're probably too young to be listening to our podcast.
1: We're talking about Him Him, Yes, How I Met Your Mother. Him A series that has nine seasons, 208 208 episodes. Hold on, let me try it again. Boy, if you don't shut your (laughs) damn.
0: Keep that in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why how? How does it react? Series the worst. Anywho. Hey, don't don't acknowledge it. (laughs) Nine seasons. 208 episodes. I have seen it all the way through two, three times. Kayla has seen uh, the first season. We recently watched that. Yeah. And maybe, like, I would say I'd estimate another season's worth out of all the other episodes in random. Yeah, that
0: that sounds accurate. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment.
1: So if anyone ever, you know, does that fun listener thing where they judge us while they're listening, just know that we know. And if Kayla ever says something and you're thinking, like, she, she doesn't know what she's talking about.
0: I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I'm just here to have some fun, as much fun as I can, because I am ignorant.
1: Let's get to it.
0: Let's get to it.
1: First section, first segment, whatever we want to call it. Part number one, chapter one, season one, episode one, the meet cute.
0: It's a meet cute baby. It's how we met this thing. I'm an audience member and I'm dumb because <laughs> I laugh at Robin being a bully.
1: Oh anyway, my goodness. Sorry. Hey, where did you meet? How did you meet hey, me, him?
0: I met him in a back alley. Oh. No, um, I was, you know, it's kind of like most sitcoms with me in general. I don't watch them. They are just on and I consume them when they are in front of me
1: syndication
0: there it is that's the word of the day people syndication yeah so I really didn't watch the show at all when it was on the air I really only saw reruns yeah because you know I was staying home from school <laughs> or I got home from after school and I was like I need I'm tired of watching Judge Judy and I don't want to watch Ellen DeGeneres oh Ugh. look how I met your mother's on i really do not have much experience with the show at all like eddie said i i've never seen this all the way through i haven't even seen the finale i don't know how this ends Ooh. i i i i <laughs> i have gathered through you know the context of what yeah. is our universe which is all media yeah. uh i i know what happens it's been expressed to me i i get it but i haven't watched <laughs> it so it. um yeah and you all know, right. similar to a lot of other forms of media, I'm I'm kind of happy I didn't commit all this time.
1: Hey, you know, hey. So there you go. Part of me cannot disagree with you on that. Yes. For my part, hey, what's going on, Eddie here? In case you couldn't recognize the voice change, 2005, we meet yet again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Honestly, and I'm being honest. Yeah. I feel like maybe at some point in the future, I could write a book. On just how pivotal 2005 was to my life mm-hmm. the life of a young eddie was apparently just it all started happening in 2005 because if anything else this podcast has made me realize this fact that so many things came out in 2005 that have affected me oh yeah up until now when i'm 31 so that's about i was about 14 15 years old in i would argue
0: i would argue we could do a whole podcast based off the year 2005.
1: <laughs> Probably. Because a
0: lot of our content has come from that year.
1: Yeah, I kind of think about it now. It's kind of my halfway point. That's my midlife crisis was this year that helped me out and introduced me to so many things that would make my life so much better. As I was 14, 15 years old, definitely was not the market demographic of the show. Nonetheless, I would eventually Loser. discover <clears> virgin. <laughs> I would eventually discover how I met your mother through the magic of, I'll say it with me, kids.
0: Sendation
1: And fell hard for it. Almost as hard as Ted did for Robin. Oh!
0: Ayo. I got that one.
1: Laugh track. <laughs> hit me with a true fan.
0: True fan.
1: Through watching random episodes on TV, much as Kayla said, I saw just how charming this show was, and for a young romantic like myself who couldn't really see the flaws in the characters in the series yet. I did eventually figure it out. It was awesome to see a show about a man just holding out for the one. I think the show landed on Netflix. I believe that's where I first saw it properly all the way through from episode one up until like uh, season seven. And then after that, I was actually able to watch seasons eight and nine live week to week like your grandpappy used to watch his TV shows.
0: Ah, ha, 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 back in my day, the TV went off at 12 (laughs) o'clock at night, and it played the national anthem, and I fell asleep to the static.
2: Oh, my God. That used to
0: happen.
1: You're scaring (laughs) us.
0: I know, right? Before the 24-hour news cycle.
1: And may I just say, I was definitely in the group of fans that was very disappointed. I want to say the majority of fans were. I have yet to meet someone who has said, yeah. That season ending, or that series ending, was a banger.
0: If we were to insert a sound, I feel like it would go. Wah, wah.
1: But more on that later.
0: Oh, I see what you did. You did the thing that Ted says.
1: <laughs> True fan.
0: True fan.
1: Announcement time.
0: The next Dunkaroo in this little tray of goo is
1: 23 episodes in, always evolving always adapting we sort of sat down and talked about it and said hey this whole getting to know each other slash going steady bit that we have kind of doesn't really make sense because getting to know each other when we do a recap seems unnecessary and redundant when we talk about the thing we're talking about for the rest of the episode and say essentially what happens in it and Going Steady doesn't really seem like a good name for talking about the things that we like about it. It's almost as if we're getting to know the thing by talking about the thing. So we are going to rip the soul out of Going Steady, discard the carcass into the ether, rip the soul out of getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. However, we're going to discard the soul. We're going to put the soul from Going Steady Mm -hmm. into the carcass of getting to know each other. Sure. Thus making our episode... A little bit slimmer and making this segment make a little more sense welcome to the new getting to know each other we're not going to recap the series for you if you want to if you're interested go watch it
0: go read a synopsis on wiki
1: or do that but now
0: getting to know each other
1: it would be impossible to discuss everything and we're going to miss some stuff. Again, true fans are going to be out there like, why didn't they talk about this? I
0: haven't seen it, guys, so don't <laughs> be mad at me.
1: But we should talk about the characters in couple form because they're essentially that way the whole series. Let's start with the worst couple in the entire series. Ted Evelyn Mosby <laughs> and Robin Shabatsky.
0: Okay, is his middle name actually Ele? Ele-, Ele- I almost said <laughs> Elephant. <laughs> Ted um, Elephant Mosby. <laughs> Evelyn? Is it, know, is, is it really actually that, or is that a joke?
1: I believe it's a joke, but uh, yeah. I can't, I can't say for certain right now, you know, true fan, sometimes we forget things.
0: I'm going to look it up.
1: Okay, well, while you look that up, I guess I'll start us off by saying... Please do. The voiceover is amazing. Bob Saget, rest in peace. Throw up the prayer hands. Bob Saget. Does a fantastic job as future Ted. He's the one who monologues and does voiceover. And every time he talks, it feels as though we're getting an actual lesson from our fathers. It's fantastic. Does an amazing job. And it gives an air of whimsy. And you sort of trust him because he just in his voice lets you know, Hey, it's going to be all right. And it's going to work out for Ted.
0: I have an answer. Give us an answer. According to IMDB, Barney teases Ted by calling him Ted Vivian Mosby. Later in that episode, it is revealed that Ted's actual middle name is Evelyn.
2: <laughs> so you are right.
0: It. True fan. I'm just, I'm tossing those on you like brownie points. So,
1: Right. Thank you. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome. You deserve
0: I, it. I do not. I, I didn't deserve put it in the time
1: to be let down, to not be called a true fan. There you go. Okay, so now that I've sang the praises of Bob Saget, who does an amazing Ted Mosby, let's talk about, I believe it's Josh Radnor, the actual guy who plays Ted Mosby, young Ted. Kayla, can you tell me just how you feel about Ted? I hate general? him so
0: much. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> even let you finish it. He's a piece of garbage.
1: What does he do wrong?
0: He does everything wrong. He doesn't do anything <laughs> right. Nothing.
1: Um, now you're being outlandish. Hit me with it, though.
0: He is an egomaniac. Boom. Has no forethought. Sure, he's, he's impulsive.
2: Absolutely he's
0: stuck up. He Love thinks it. he's better than everybody else.
1: True fact. He's
0: very judgy. For sure is very immature and childlike. In I would say childlike to a fault. Whoa, which is kind of inexcusable considering at the beginning of season one he is twenty seven years old.
1: Yeah, he is. Huh? Is that weird?
0: That's an adult. Like that's currently <laughs> as as of time of the recording of this. I am twenty-six, so a dude one year older than me acting this way, mm, no. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. No, All no, right. no. Whatever a manic pixie dream boy is, I feel like mm. that's kind of the archetype he's trying to fit into. Yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. not even quirky; he's boring.
1: Oh, he's a little quirky.
0: i'll okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give him a. I'll give him the he's benefit he's an architect. That, yeah, I know.
1: Architectures quirky.
0: I, I don't know. He's, he's you don't kind think of boring.
2: So? So look, it's look like at I
0: design.
1: Building buildings. I drew.
0: Congratulations. You drew a rectangle that people can go inside of. Yeah. No, I mean, that's <laughs> impressive. Like, he's got a good career. But let's remember, it was 2005.
1: Oh, okay. Nice try, Ted.
0: Also, he could afford to live in an apartment with one other person.
1: It was 2005.
0: It was 2005. God, so much of this show is just 2005. Oh, he's... here's another thing that I guess uh, I can yeah, go ahead. On right now. Yeah, is
1: this show takes place in real time because the season one came out in 2005 and it's based in 2005. And the subsequent seasons are like in the year that they happen, nice. which is very strange. I would be remiss if we didn't say there is definitely a point where they're like, hey, in 2020, this happened. And nowadays we're like, ha, 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 that's funny because they didn't know.
0: They had no know, idea.
1: And it's had sucks. no idea.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's very, it's even funnier considering the how I met your father it actually blatantly ignores that the pandemic ever happened. <laughs> he just hymn, erased that from history.
1: The him, yim cinematic universe that never happened.
0: Anyway, Ted, Evelyn Mosby, garbage.
1: Tim, I would agree. Ted <laughs> is not that good of a guy for sure. You know, a young Eddie definitely saw him like, damn dog. I could see myself in Ted. I just, I'm trying to find the one.
0: A young loser.
1: Absolutely, Virgin. Mm-hmm. Ted, I think his only real—I don't know—good traits. He, he has some good traits. He's a I great. I'm I mean, gonna leave it
0: to you. I hesitate I can't to even say
1: <laughs> a great friend because I think he's a bad friend at times. It's kind of tough with Ted. He is funny. Hey, he's funny. He's got a good sense of wit and humor. And you know what? I dare say he's a good father.
0: We have no way of proving how good of a dad he is. Oh, he's a sure. good father.
1: Look at those kids. They came up great. I say I say one of the traits that Ted has that's most toxic, I suppose when I think about it and break it down is that he is the "quote unquote good guy who believes he's a good guy." And those guys Ugh. are never a good guy.
0: No, if you if you actively say, "I'm a good person," you're probably not a good person at all.
1: Cuz yeah, Ted essentially his whole driving force is that it's noble of him to hold out for the one so much so that, and we definitely see a lot of it in season one, that he, like, screws over people and romantic interests in the yeah. interests of himself. So definitely mm-hmm. really, really selfish. And he yes. sort of holds other people, especially his love interests, to such a high standard
2: mm-hmm.
1: that it's just totally unfair.
0: And I have a question. I have an answer. And this is, uh, uh, I guess, a question... For men in general, what gives oh. you the audacity uh, to believe that you deserve perfect? Because <laughs> nobody deserves perfect.
1: The fan, the fans could just picture me just like aghast,
0: <gasps> caught off guard. No, sorry. I always have, I, you know, always strike at the opportunity to, to hit a man where it hurts. Oh, no, no, no,
1: no. That but totally you know what sense? I'm saying? Hey, what gives us the right?
0: What gives you the right? And it, it, uh, it goes nothing. for women too. Nobody deserves perfect like the egocentric mind you have to have in order to believe that you deserve every meticulous box that you mm. like painstakingly create for yourself deserves Tick to it. be ticked. Tick it. No, that's bullshit.
1: In general though, Ted, <laughs> unfortunately, and I do love the character. He's very funny. He's a fun protagonist in so much as he provides a lot of, you know, good jokes, good memories. He's the driving force behind a lot of stuff, but Again, as a true fan, I got to say, Ted, I really don't think is a good person. Mm -hmm. And his friends, even Barney, I think, are much better people, genuinely, than he is. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: With the exception of...
0: Robin! (laughs) Because, God, did you think you could get a a character you could like less? Well, here she is.
1: Here she is. Honestly, 100%. -hmm. I will reiterate the statement. I've seen this series two, three times all the way. I really dislike Robin. I just see no positive qualities to her for Ted. Mm-hmm. And when I think about positive qualities that she has, yeah. I can find very little. Yeah. Because Ted, obviously, he's attracted to her. And if we want to go based on looks and if I want to be judgy and be that guy that's like, guy who doesn't look his 100%. Being like, mm-hmm. oh well she's not even hot as I munch on goldfish oh, handful yeah. after handful at two AM in the morning. Yeah. Robin I don't find very attractive. Lily is so much more attractive. And Damn, many Lily. of Ted's other love interests are so much more attractive than Robin. So that out of the way.
0: hmm Now that we got the shallow end.
1: Her person let's dive in. Yeah. Personality is absolute garbage.
0: You know what? I I could honestly understand the attraction if she was more of like a ball busting personality, mm-hmm. you know, where she was like pers- purposely negging people like yeah, yeah. that was like a more aggressive temperament. But she's mm-hmm. boring. She's like a yeah. tepid glass of water that I'm supposed to be excited about. Yeah. She's just mean.
1: Actually mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just actually yeah. mean. It's
0: not even in a fun way. No when when people aren't laughing along, that's an indicator hey you're kind of just a bitch uh-huh. so like
1: Damn. just Watch be nice out. well can you tell me what else about robin you don't like as a uh person who's seen not as much of her as i have
0: mm-hmm. well she's a dog person so that's a strike for me. <clears throat> um not just like a dog person like she doesn't have a dog she has five freaking dogs that's ludicrous also mm-hmm. she's canadian one. which you would hope would be a plus but they just make fun of canada the whole time so it's really not that that
1: that is a good bit she loves guns and all that stuff
0: the worst characteristic that she has i don't know simultaneously she is very similar to ted because they are both so stubborn and stuck on their ways they refuse to compromise so it's like ooh, let's put these two incompatible things together it's like when you take magnets and you put push like the same polarity together and they uh-huh. won't touch. There's a reason they're not touching. Because there's no damn attraction. So stop forcing it. Exactly. The things that they're adamant about are so opposite. It's not even fun.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely not.
0: Robin never wants to get married. Never. She doesn't want kids. Mm -hmm. and then ted's like oh all i want to do is get married and i definitely want kids Uh
2: it's like
0: well those are really really baseline things that you have to agree upon in order to have a successful relationship with somebody
2: absolutely and then
0: they're like hey don't you want this to work out and i'm just sitting there like i really don't want this to work out no no please find someone else and move on
1: in fact in the first episode you tell us that it doesn't work out so it's like why would i care i don't want this to happen anyways can we just do something else. Because okay. the main crux, Robin and Ted just don't work. Mm-hmm. And the series tells us this for nine seasons. So why would I care <sighs> or want them to end up together? I don't. Mm-hmm. And I think Robin, the series would have been better had Robin stayed in season one.
0: Damn. Yeah, that's ever. right. I said it. Yeah, I said it. Speaking of people, Speaking we're of also people, in this show. Marshmallow characters, Lily Oh,
1: the best couple and characters on the show. They're not perfect, but they're oh, the no. best.
0: Yes, they're actually like, I don't know. Some people get like sick with the cutesy stuff and like people that are in love. But I was like, hey, I see Eddie and me in this, like, because they're mm-hmm. stupid and <laughs> that we're stupid they're and stupid. they're cute and we're cute and they've been together for a long time and so have we.
1: They're codependent. They're We're show extremely, dependent.
0: extremely codependent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I just really like these characters. Granted, I don't really know the whole trajectory of their relationship because when yeah, like, I left off, I was like, hey they got." Because in my mind, I was like, "Oh, they're well, duh, they're gonna end up together."
2: Yeah, and they. But do. then
0: they broke up. But then they got back together, and then they get married, and they're like, yay!
2: Yeah,
1: I mean the relationship works out very well. Lily Marshall, what do you like about them other than the things you already said?
0: I think they're also like very compatible. I think the the actors that portray them have mm-hmm. really like honest and genuine chemistry. They seem to have like a good time with each other. Oh yeah, which makes them really fun to watch because the whole time they're on set, it seems like they're having fun. They seem to be really fleshed out characters too, yeah, even definitely. from what I've seen, which mm-hmm. is very little. It seems like both of them have really like rich backstories, and you know they they have d- deep desires, but they also have like the main desire of being true and supporting one another. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I really like them. They're very enjoyable.
1: Marshall, super good guy, legitimately good guy. Does anything he also believes in
0: cryptids. <laughs>
1: yeah. Even better, he's a true believer. Many times in the series, does this man talk about cryptids? Talk about like, yeah, okay, sure, they're fake. Uh huh. Like you would know that. <laughs> He has like books on cryptids and believes in Nessie and Bigfoot. What is it? They made a joke early on. They
0: said, they said, trick question. Marshall's never been to Seattle because he doesn't want to go to the Pacific Northwest because he's afraid of Bigfoot. He's like, I'm not afraid. I respect him.
2: (laughs)
1: And you got to show that respect.
0: Absolutely.
1: Marshall just, he he feels like a guy that you would love to hang out with. Mm -hmm. He has such fun, like you said, such fun character traits. We love cryptids. I'm totally Uh into it.
0: Well, and that's the super fun thing about Marshall is because like he he you know you know he he fluctuates between the binary he's a very hyperlogical person yeah. he he's it you know in the law and yeah. like is absorbed in that, but he can on the on the back end he's like, "Oh yeah, I hunted an alien last week like <laughs> he, he's so fun. we love people with nuance and a wide variety of interests
1: absolutely and lily Lily's hot she is okay that's the, <laughs> the
0: one note from eddie she's hot. <laughs> from the second Those i saw eyes, her as hair. a
1: young eddie i was like my god who is this
0: yeah she's cute she's this one cute. time at band camp that's she's her, fantastic
1: right? that was also her yeah yeah
0: never seen that movie
1: other than season one where she does just the tragedy of leaving our boy marshall to go pursue her uh art career it's just very sad yeah it's not great you hold it against her and th- they give her some <laughs> wow. They give her some I bad traits. Because
0: I know out, so I'm fine. Yeah, with-
1: sure, I still hold it against her. How dare she?
0: Yeah, it's it's a little rude.
1: They give her some annoying traits later. She steals. They call it like Aldrin Justice when she's just essentially treats adults as if they're kindergartners, which is pretty annoying because she's very stubborn. God, what is it? She also at some point is revealed to be like manipulating Ted's relationships behind the scenes. And Ooh. kind of like sabotaging them on purpose if she doesn't feel that it's going to work out, which is pretty shitty to do.
0: Yeah, that seems really toxic. <laughs> Maybe I don't like Lilypad as much as I thought.
1: But other than that, Lily, very fun. Marshall, very fun. Let's get to the last character. Barney, the comic Barney.
0: Relief,
1: the womanizer with a heart of gold.
0: <laughs> eh, it's more of like gold plated
1: hey you don't know you don't know
0: i know he's got daddy issues and he cries about a basketball hoop that's all i need to know
1: <laughs> yeah they did a really good job of making him so much more likable he's always likable he's, but he's more... i don't
0: know he's pretty problematic oh well nowadays
1: one. yeah a lot of this this stuff was a
0: 2005
1: <laughs> does not age well he says no. a few jokes some things that uh, are not great.
0: No, there's a there's quite a quite a um a lot of LGBT slander. Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. As not well just, as not not just for Barney though. And no, honestly, just as the
0: show as a whole, I would yeah, say. Yeah. It's pretty anti. Well not anti, but very much like you gay saying it like it is a bad thing. Yeah, you know.
1: For sure. He's ridiculous. He says some wild shit, he does some wild shit, but he shows many times that he loves his friends. I'll give oh, an example. Yeah. It's revealed later on and Barney, because he's legitimately a good guy, when Lily left to San Francisco on this art thing, Barney flies out, finds her and says, hey, you need to fix this. You need to go back. Marshall's dying without you. Just know that he's hurting and you two need to be together because essentially you're the reason that. Love exists, and you belong together. And he says, "Also, don't tell anyone that I did this because I don't want them to know, and I'll deny it till the end."
2: Aww. But that's just such
1: a such a genuinely good person thing to do because mm-hmm. he loves his friends, and he many times shows. <laughs> I'm just remembering things now. He's the one who marries Marshall and Lily. And he gives like a nice little nice little speech, and near the end, he's like, "All right, let's finish up." Because he's, like, tearing up and all
2: that. Aww.
1: Barney, good guy. And if we talk about relationships, Barney and Robin make so much more sense. Just both of these people who never want to get married, who are very individualistic, who only care about themselves, coming together and finding love with each other. Is a pretty good storyline, I think, mm-hmm. and it makes much more sense.
0: Well, and it also like, and granted, I haven't seen the show, so leave me the fuck alone. But it's like just from a temperament, it would make more sense because it's oh, like yeah. it's like a roommate that I could oh, have sex with <laughs> if I wanted. <laughs> yes. I don't know because they, I. It seems like potentially it, they could be in a very open relationship together sure, if they wanted. Maybe. If they um, wanted, granted, Robin would not. I'm looking at this from a 2022 perspective. Hey, so, um, the reboot. The reboot. Who knows? There could be a polyamorous thing down the line. Who's yeah. to say? But I think that it is interesting that we do get that storyline eventually. Because I, I, I feel like Barney, although he doesn't show it, he has such a deep capacity for love.
2: Oh, he if he does.
0: allows himself to get there. Yeah. Because he he seems to have.
1: When he's genuine. wall after
0: wall after wall it's like attack on titan around his heart and it's just, um so it seems like once it's there it's there forever so when, he,
1: when he's genuine he's the most genuine character obviously daddy issues a man with daddy issues is trouble ladies the let me scariest tell you
0: thing ever <laughs> yes they're the ones that'll kill you in your sleep
1: and, of course, we have to mention, I have to mention, that he essentially gaslights Robin to show that he loves her and proposes to her, which is a very fun storyline. Absolutely ridiculous in real life and terrible sign. Run away from that, man. Oh, it's scar- it's so
0: scary. Scary, scary.
1: <laughs> Let's move on from these main characters. to better women for Ted and Barney. Because, <sighs> unfortunately, I have to say, both of these men end up with robin in some capacity
0: disgusting Ew, why are you sharing women show? Yuck! don't Fucking do that sucks that's weird Isn't that
1: weird is that weird weird. That's like, weird don't right?
0: share a person well just not that they're actively sharing them at the same time but you know it's like oh, eh.
1: sure, 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 sure.
0: you've seen her it's just weird i've and, seen her and multiple of their partners
1: you. are like you still hang out with your ex-girlfriend yeah, who also kind of is the ex-girlfriend of one of your best friends this is weird and I'd have to say, for the majority of people, that would definitely be weird. Yeah. First of all, Barney had two great women. One of them was called Quinn. A stripper? She was a stripper. They just mixed so well. She was strong and quirky. And she was just, you know, a what sex worker. What season was that in? Sex worker through and through. Uh, fucking, uh, like, eight.
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. No, I just thought it? you, made, you have made it. It was known. like
1: season five or six, something like that. Both okay, them, I believe so. Good, literally so good. She's so cute, but she's here on show dependent. We support sex work.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So I, I did a thumbs up. You couldn't see it, but a thumbs up, two thumbs up for
1: Big sex one for the camera. Uh, Woo! So now that, I'm
0: uncomfortable because I feel like right. I overdid the thumb thing. Anyway, oh, okay. moving on.
1: <laughs> and initially, you would think this would be fine for Barney, and it is until it's not. And Barney is not okay with her being a stripper. He does the stupid man thing of like, ah, but so many dudes are looking at her and it makes me feel uncomfortable and makes me jealous. Meanwhile, that's what he
0: does to every woman ever.
1: Hey, isn't that something, huh?
0: Yeah. Oh, look at that. She's on the other foot, Barney.
1: Once again, Kayla's question, men.
0: What gives you the audacity?
1: (laughs) Their relationship ends, unfortunately. God, she's so cute. They, They were so good together.
0: Does she die or something? What happens?
1: It unfortunately ends because they simply don't trust each other. Oh, well. They try one-upping them? each other with prenups and stuff like that, and they eventually settle on, whoa, we actually don't trust each other. We shouldn't be married.
2: Aw. Barney's sad. other
1: great pick is Nora, I believe season seven and eight. She's a news anchor who works with Robin.
0: Hey. What? i was just gonna say that's funny because robin's a news anchor but that makes sense that they'd be the coworkers. oh my
1: god she's so good she's sweet and she makes barney a better man because she sort of forces barney to confront his actions and earn her trust and earn her love and show that he can be a genuinely good person mm-hmm. and it ends because barney fucking cheats on her with robin but oh, unlike no! But unlike Robin, which is something that I hate and it rips your heart out because, again, it shows just how genuine Barney is. In the episode, Barney's dating Nora. Robin is dating the Indian guy from Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. (laughs) That's the only way I can sort of say who he is. Both of them cheat on their partners with each other, right? Barney and Robin. And then they say, okay, we clearly want to be together. So tonight, we'll go tell our partners what we did. We'll be honest. It's going to suck, but we'll be honest, and then we can be together. And they agree to meet at McLaren's and start the relationship. And Barney goes to Nora and tells her. He tells her what he did. He says he's sorry. He apologizes a million times over. Obviously, they break up. But he says, okay, it's fine because I'll get to be with Robin. And then he walks in, and you see Robin still with her boyfriend. She did not tell him. And then Barney just looks so crushed and (laughs) destroyed inside. That I remember watching it for the first time, and I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) He's so sad. And also, fuck you, Robin.
0: Hey, look, Robin's still not a good person.
1: Oh, wow, what a shock.
0: She has the moral compass of dirt.
1: It's just, again, if Robin wasn't there, these characters would have matured so much more and done so much better if Robin just went back to Canada or did anything else. Mm -hmm. then continue to meddle in their lives
0: how does barney end up becoming even quasi interested in marriage
1: because he loves robin (laughs) i don't know how
0: how does anybody love robin i don't know let's talk about ted now
1: oh my god And his
0: potential matches that would have been infinitely better
1: oh so much more so much better let me just start it off sorry I have to interject by saying, because I know fans out there are going to be like, you should have been with Stella. I say, fuck that. Stella was ass. I'm happy she left Ted at the altar. She was boring. She was never right for him. And again, let me be shallow. She was the least attractive out of all his. (laughs) (laughs) The least attractive out of all his. uh, This is the episode where
0: Eddie gets to have all the audacity, guys. Men. Men. Him. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Eddie, who gives you the right? The judge has beautiful women.
0: Today I do. Today I give him the right.
1: You don't know who Zoe is either, do you?
0: Not a clue.
1: Well, you you would have loved this storyline because it's an enemies to lovers (laughs) storyline.
2: My favorite.
1: (laughs) Yeah. As you know, Ted, he's an architect, but he also goes to work with Barney for a little bit, and they have to destroy this old building that Ted loves because they're going to put in a new building for their new business, or for Barney's business, and Ted gets to design it. So he's going to come up big, being able to add to the skyline New York. But he has to give up something moral. But he has to know. give up a piece of history, as he calls it. And Zoe is this activist who battles to save it. They fall in love. But Ted chooses himself. And, I mean, he finds out that she has been manipulating him. So it's not like Ted is a piece of shit in this. Because she, like, is blackmailing him, essentially.
0: Ooh. Who's a wee? But Can Ted
1: I says, Ted says, nah, and they blow up the building, and she leaves him because of it.
0: As I think she probably should.
1: Alright, I've talked enough. The true fan has talked enough. Yeah. Kayla, you know exactly who we're talking about next. Mm-hmm. Who is uh, it?
0: I, I know, I would say, I don't know, 75% about her? Because he said she comes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Her I'll name's tell- Victoria! Ooh. And she's so cool! Ooh. And she's She's free spirited in a non-annoying way. She's and she's beautiful. very, very pretty. Mm. I, I kept telling Eddie, I was like, she looks like a soccer player. I don't know what it <laughs> is. She's just kind of like got that Blake Lively energy. You know, she's kind of she's she's she just kind of looks like an athlete to me, but not in like a um athlete, not in an intimidating way. She just like kind of has that energy about her. I'm like, ooh, she's fun. Victoria's really cute what a fun meet cute oh, like so the good. way that they meet is so charming and mm-hmm. romantic it's like everything ted's ever really wanted right and then he just it's drops right there it.
2: oh and not wow. only does
0: he drop it he drops it in the most disrespectful oh my god immoral way
1: wild wild! i episode. was
0: i was fuming for like an hour after and that even
1: episode. worse he does it for robin
0: yeah, I honestly. I hate
1: it so much.
0: It's so stupid. Because, like, she's like this, you know, the stereotypical trope in media where it's like, oh, you're feeling guilty about something. Now you're going to see that person yeah. in front of you. Because Victoria trope. goes away to Germany for a pastry scholarship thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's an amazing um, baker. She's a baker. And then they decide to do long distance. And guess who f- fumbles the fucking ball? It's Ted. To hey, have sex with Robin while he's still in a relationship with Victoria. Yeah,
1: grimy, grimy. I remember Meanwhile, watching it with you.
0: He could have just called her. Uh, he could have just gone to bed because, as they say in the show, nothing good happens after two AM, which is usually true.
1: Yeah, very grimy.
0: She's so cute. She wanted a family. She's a cat person. Ooh, plus for me, Queen, Queen, Queen. Yeah, she seemed to want a family, right? And then yeah. she also is a career woman. She's got a really awesome, like, creative career. Oh. And it, and she's creative in a different way than Ted, which mm-hmm. is fun. But, oh, God. And she's so pretty and yeah. charming. And she got along with everybody, with the exception of guess who? Robin, Robin. the worst person ever. Was I hate mean her to so her much.
1: For no reason. No
0: reason. Meanwhile... So Victoria is the one that comforted Robin in the bathroom, and she was crying.
1: Because she's a genuinely good person, and uh, Robin is genuinely mean.
0: She was helping a stranger. Yeah, it's uh, dumb.
1: The cheating episode is outlandish. So mad. And Ted, again, selfish, just puts all the blame on her for not calling. But like Kayla said, he could have easily just called her and been like, hey, yo, what up? He doesn't. He's just waiting and dreading being broken up with. How about you be proactive and call and see what's going on? Because, hey, maybe she wasn't even going to break up with you. Yeah. He's just projecting. And then Robin calls, because Robin is a piece of shit and selfish and hates Feeling lonely
0: with her five dogs.
1: Yeah, good. Fantastic. It's a good thing she's not a furry. Otherwise, it would have been a disaster in that apartment.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: She calls Ted over at 2 a.m. Ted is a dunce and goes, even though Barney and Marshall both tell him not a good idea. Lily says it's not a good idea, but she, for some reason, tells him that Robin likes him. It's like, that is a terrible choice. Why
0: would, Marshall, you, why would you do Marshall that? Marshall
1: and Barney say as much. And you're, as a fan, thinking, like, why would you say that to him? He's obviously going to go now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Bad. bad, 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 bad.
1: The whole way, like you said, it's done so well. Victoria shows up like, wow, you're really doing this, huh? Don't you think that I would like to know, I'm in Germany, you're not telling me this. Wow, you're really going to do this? You're going to keep going? You're in her house, you're in her bedroom, or you're in her bathroom, what's going on? I mean, the saddest part is when he's already kissing Robin, and he says, I have to go to the bathroom, because he says, okay, I've already kissed another woman, I'm about to have sex with her, because he wants to let me now call my girlfriend and break up with her so I can be okay to bang this woman. And when he goes in the bathroom and sees Victoria in vision dream form, he says, yeah, I want to have sex with her and I deserve to, essentially. Mm -hmm. And says, you know, I'll just call you and break up with you. And Dream Victoria is like, how long do you think that conversation's going to be, man? You think you're just going to call her and be like, hey, we're broken up and dip? The main point of her conversation is, this is not the way to break up with someone. This is not yeah. the way you treat someone you care about.
0: Well, and this is, is a repeat offense. Ted has done this to women before. Yeah, He's got a track record of doing things over the phone that should be done in person. <laughs> Granted, You're it's right. harder in their...
1: I forgot.
0: Because she's in Germany. But, like, God, he really has zero respect for the people he claims to love.
1: Right. and then the Friend kicker, or otherwise. The kicker for you was when Robin... Right before Robin asks him, hey, did Victoria break up with you? And she and he says yes.
0: Yeah, he blatantly lies.
1: Well, he gets what's coming to him when he leaves the bathroom. Robin knows because he got the wrong phone and Victoria called. So it broke the heart of two people that he loved that night. I think it's dumb that they wrote Victoria out of the show in the season one because they were perfect for each other, except she had to move away. That dumb yeah. thing.
0: How does she come back? I need to know.
1: Okay, well, here, let me hit you with it. Later on, I believe it's season eight.
0: Damn, late in the game. Okay. Yeah,
1: pretty late. Victoria is getting married.
0: Aww. And
1: she she leaves the person she's going to marry for Ted.
0: Are you kidding me? No. Ted is not worthy of that. And then Ted
1: sort of takes her for granted. And Victoria gives him the ultimatum. Granted, normally this is a bad ultimatum. Makes sense in this show, especially because it's over Robin. She says you're never going to go and mature and move on and be over this and be able to be with me if you're still Robin's friend. Because Ted Mm -hmm. will do anything at the drop of a hat for Robin. So she says, essentially, it's either me or Robin, and he fucking chooses Robin again.
0: After she left her fiancé. After
1: she left her fiancé for him, he breaks up with her. I want Ted
0: Mosby's head on a pyre.
1: (laughs) This is all even worse when you find out because this is true right here, is that Victoria was the safety net mother if the show got canceled after one season. The creators had her in line to be the mother if they didn't get more seasons.
0: Whoa, good writing, guys.
1: (laughs) (sighs) It just sucks. Because it's there. Victoria was it. She was it. Oh, yeah.
0: She's great. Anyway, screw you, Ted Mosby. Rotten hell. (laughs) Can we get to the mom? Can we get to the titular mom of
1: this? (laughs) Oh, yeah. What's the name of the show? Early on the show, and for most of its run, it is so good because it's a mystery. It starts off with a mystery, and you slowly unravel it over nine seasons. Who is the mother, and how does Ted meet her? It's even better because they throw hints as to who she is, what she's like, her interests, her name they say her name in the first season you remember
0: no when do they name drop her
1: it's when ted makes a joke that a stripper he meets whose name is tracy is their mom and the kids react with like a what yeah i'm kidding but that tells us that their mom's name is tracy
0: so Mm. like we get we get
1: hints like that in season i believe two We see that Ted Ted gets a yellow umbrella that's, like, iconic because he says that that yellow umbrella belonged to his wife. So he, like, had something of her before he even met her, like, Mm. years later. It's so good because that's what... Doesn't he find it
0: at, like, a train station or something? No,
1: he finds it at a club.
0: Oh, fun.
1: That's the things that I like. And, I mean, Marvel fans nowadays love that shit. Everyone gets a cheap pop for a little hint, a little Easter egg. Mm-hmm. where he's like, oh, and by the way, that lady that I was seeing, her roommate was your mom. So I was in the same apartment as your mother and didn't even oh, know Oh,
0: that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's super cool because it, it feels and she feels like this inevitable force in his life, this inevitable love that we're just, we want to see, we want mm. to know. And they do such a masterful job, I think, of crafting it and showing it and giving you hints to it early on in the series. That by the end, you're just, I have to know. Who is this? It's going to be mm. worth it. Everything that Ted has gone through will be worth it because he'll get his happily ever after. Instead, <laughs> Tracy, ball drop the titular mother, gets screwed over big time along with the fans. We could talk about Tracy a little bit more. What do, what do you know about Tracy, the mom? Do you know anything about um,
0: her? I know she's got brown hair. Uh-huh. I know she's petite. I know she's got big brown eyes. She's Fantastic. got a sweet little kind of like a like a she's, cherub face. She's just very pretty. She's so cute. She like lights up a room. Uh-huh. She's kind of flighty. She's silly, <laughs> she's sarcastic. Um Is
1: it just me mm. or does flighty sound like an insult?
0: It is. It's a okay. little bit of an insult, right. I think. But she's it's also like, it's it's charming with her. Okay. I know that she shares cookies with Lily on a train at mm-hmm. some point. Mhm. Um and that's really all I know about her. I know nothing about her courtship with Ted.
1: She plays the ukulele.
0: Oh, that's cute.
1: And Porky. one of her one of her big things is that she plays the bass.
0: Oh, uh, the upright bass?
1: No. Like the Oh, the guitar.
0: Bass. Oh yeah, because that was on Ted's list.
2: Uh-huh. Hot.
0: It is hot. Also, yeah, she seems too good for Ted. She actually like she has self-respect she <laughs> and she's she seems really intelligent and kind. Uh-huh noble she she's seems perfect. like she's got a really strong backbone yeah and she really tends to stick up for what she believes in oh, instead yeah. of wish washing
1: yeah i don't know well we'll just leave it for that tracy like you said you said it so good without even really knowing her she's better i don't than even ted. know her she's know better her. than ted she deserves better than ted but instead she ends up dead let's oh, continue oh <laughs> no yeah 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 let's just go right into some amazing episodes huh? okay oh my god so many
0: yeah, let's there's start off by saying eight i would hope that there were a lot that were worth watching
1: season one is pretty much all bangers it's like all the iconic ones that you know every episode hits from episode one to episode 20 of season one all of them are fantastic there you go Ugh, season two Episode one is a great pickup from the last one because, as I alluded to, Lily leaves Marshall, so we get to pick up the pieces after that. Great episode. We just saw these episodes. Do you want to say the next one?
0: Let's go to the mall today. Today. Oh, you wanted to go to the mall today?
1: (laughs) That iconic Robin Sparkles. It's a fun episode. It is fun. I guess that's a, is that a positive for Robin? She was a teen idol.
0: I think that's a, that's a down, Aww. that's a down vote.
1: <laughs> okay. Why?
0: Anybody who falls into teen idoldom probably uh-huh. has some issues.
1: Oh, she definitely guess does. What?
0: Robin has issues. So there yeah. you go.
1: The episode is called slap bet. It also has the start of the infamous slap bet from the series. Slap. Let, let's ask the same question right now. Yeah. I know we already talked about it. Oh, we in, the, did. in the episode, Barney ultimately gets a choice of either he, Getting gets slapped. Fi- either he gets five slaps that can be doled out at any time from the point that the punishment is doled out until eternity, or he gets ten slaps, but they have to all be taken right now. What mm-hmm. do you choose?
0: Ten slaps immediately.
1: Seems like a better
0: choice. Absolutely. I don't want to live in fear. I already you know, live what? in fear every day waking up. <laughs> I don't need more. Stress. I don't, I
1: don't need the fear of a giant hand looming ever presently behind me like it follows.
0: Yeah, Marshall is a big guy. I don't want that just ever present. No. No. Get just just batter my face. That uh-huh. sounded inappropriate. I'm not gonna say that.
1: My God. Yeah. Hey, clip it, clip that shit.
0: Don't <laughs> clip it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, no, but like just, you know, bruise me up for a day and then you know i can move god it sounds even worse anyway you know what i'm saying
1: oh i completely understand and i mean it's a great long-term booking moment though because the final slap is not doled out until the last season so it's a long ways they got a lot of mileage out of the slap bet there you go the episode immediately after slap bet two back-to-back bangers is single stamina it's the introduction of Wayne Brady as Barney's gay black brother. Beautiful episode. Super fun. <laughs> it, I'm going to use the word masterfully because I think it's really well done. It masterfully turns the whole your brother is gay story plot on its head because yeah. Barney's fine with his brother being gay. What he has a problem with and the lifestyle he cannot support is that he's getting married. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Uh, the way it plays out is so good.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And I love how they bury the lead when they introduce Barney's brother. Yeah. Like, he's gay, just so you know. To, to Why is he black? And we never get an answer, <laughs> which yeah. is great. We
1: eventually get an answer.
0: Well, Barney yeah. and him don't, so...
1: Yeah, until later.
0: Okay, well, I didn't see it, so it's not real <laughs> to me, is it?
1: I mean, it's not that wild. I'll give you one guess as to why they...
0: They have different dads. Oh, well, there you go. Well, there it is. It's really not that <laughs> much of a mystery, is it? No,
1: not really. Another episode, another iconic thing. You know the song. Well, I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500
2: more
0: just to be the man who walked a thousand miles oh. to find down no.
1: Fantastic. arriva der Fiero is the episode where <laughs> it's so funny. Marshall's car is almost at a million miles.
0: Impossible.
1: Yeah, but right when it's on the goal line, it dies, and he has to take it into the shop, and they just reminisce on
0: all the fun times, all the fun the times
1: they had, and the fact that that song is on a permanent loop in it because the tape got stuck what a good song though
0: it's a great song i would say it's the song that people associate with this show
1: probably yeah 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 and we just saw a tiktok that was oh ted and his wife tracy singing 500 miles God, how could they do this to us
0: because they wanted her dead and they made it so
1: well lily and marshall's wedding episodes are sweet it's a two-parter already said how great barney is in it and it feels right and they do it right do you know how they get married?
0: Do they just end up eloping? No. Oh, I don't know. Lily wanted to get married in the forest and Marshall wanted to get married in a church uh-huh. or like some fancy building.
1: I'll tell you how it works out. Both of them have meltdowns because things are just not going right. They guess at their wedding are just kind of annoying and Lily's ex is there and he's wild. He, sh- he shows up unannounced. <laughs> so they end up getting married like behind the church that they're at with barney as the officiate and ted and robin as the only witnesses and there's like an unhoused person i think who just ends up playing guitar and it's oh, like a well, really sweet nice. and intimate wedding because they don't need anyone else they just need their friends and each other
0: cute it's very, like sweet. very sweet very
1: they're, they're great
0: Lily pad.
1: <laughs> Marsh pillow?
0: <laughs> marshmallow. Not uh, marshmallow. Marsh there's
1: Marsh pillow.
0: I know. It's because Marshall goes away or Lily. No, Lily's far away. So she like dresses up her pillow in Marshall's clothes. Right? Something like that.
1: Essentially, yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> See, I've seen this show, guys. I've hey,
1: seen it. Season three. There's an episode called How I Met Everyone Else. And it shows how Ted met all his friends. That's Fantastic. Cute. Super funny. Slaps giving another great one because we get a slap on Thanksgiving and Lily meets her father. Well, she knows her father, but her father comes back and he is crazy. Yeah. There's an episode called the yips where (laughs) Barney sees the woman who took his virginity, but she says that he actually wasn't good at sex. She just lied because Barney's brother essentially paid her to say that he was good at it, to give him some confidence. So it just throws off Barney's confidence because everything's based on a lie and he has to fight to get his mojo back. Very fun. Yikes. Season three, in general, a solid one. They're still doing fantastic.
0: Hooray!
1: Honestly, season four bangs pretty fucking hard because, guess what, Kayla? What, Eddie? It's where the series really starts to focus on Thank God. Hinting at the mother.
0: It's about time we got to the damn point.
1: We get some big hints. We feel like we're getting so close to her. But I mean, there's a show called Best Burger in New York, where they search for the best burger in New York.
0: I'm gonna say it's not real. Ah, uh, I mean,
1: hey, you may be <laughs> onto something there. Yeah. Yeah. You know the next one. What is it?
0: Naked man. Mm-hmm. I do know that one.
1: Can you explain what the it's naked man is? Extremely
0: problematic what is it it works oh it my works, god it works one out of three times is that the math it's, it's two works, out of three
2: times it works
0: two out of three times okay yeah. basically you <laughs> take a girl back to your house or whatever you go yeah. back and then they're like i have to go to the bathroom <laughs> and then while they're in the bathroom you get naked and yeah. then when you come back you just superman stance
2: uh-huh
0: and uh then it either goes well or it goes extremely badly
1: yeah. but at least you know i guess Yep. A little problematic.
0: Yeah, it seems a bit uh <laughs> seems a bit rushed. Seems like a bit much. Could maybe ask the person if they yeah. would like to participate in coitus, but I guess uh
1: But the naked man is played up as this hero because he comes up with this as just a last ditch ploy. He mm. says it it always starts off with: if you feel like the date is going terribly and you have nothing left to lose, naked man.
0: Naked man.
1: It ends with this very fun cut of the naked man walking and his shadow gets a cape on it. I get it. You get it?
0: I don't think he's much of a hero, but I'm happy for him.
1: Okay, well, it works two out of three times.
0: Mm, yeah, two Guaranteed. Out
1: of three. The finale of season four is called The Leap. It ends with Ted in a new job as a professor and the mother is in the class that he teaches on the first day.
0: What? That's ah, cool. That's really
1: good. Again, it feels like we're about to know who she is. There's still five seasons to go.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
1: Season five, the playbook. Do you know what that is?
0: Is it? Oh, doesn't he try to do all of his tricks or it just kind of goes through like the highlights of Barney's strategies for attracting women.
1: Mm-hmm. That's another iconic thing from the series. The playbook is all of Barney's plays. His <gasps> ruses.
0: I just remembered the playbook is how he proposes to Robin, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, because that's the final play.
1: It's called The Robin. But it's super funny because every single time he's like, oh, the scuba diver, and it plays... It's just so much fun to see every single time. It's just
0: mischief. It's like pure cartoon fun.
1: Yeah, it's like like how I Met Your Mother becomes a cartoon. And as we know, I fucking love cartoons. Amen. (laughs) The next next episode ends on like a sad note. Because it is pretty sad. It's called The Perfect Week. That's That's gross. You know what it is?
0: Yeah, he tries to have sex with a different woman every day. Yeah. Yeah, that's disgusting.
1: Seven for seven,
0: hit 100
1: no. percent of the time.
0: Disgusting. No, I'm not slut shaming. I'm just saying from an STD standpoint, that's, oh, okay. that's extremely risky.
1: Okay, he knew they were clean.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know if it was 2005 where people really getting into the cleanness of the other people. Yeah,
1: I don't know if anyway. you're not if you're not picking up on these two episodes and what they're kind of showing. One of them focuses on this man's playbook and everything's like a cartoon the perfect week is played like one of those sports documentaries where they're interviewing someone on their amazing Mm -hmm. game they had season five is all ridiculous premises and the characters really don't grow that much
0: it's just kind of like filler fun yeah it's just
1: like filler let's just do fun stuff i think i didn't put it down but i think this is also the season where there's an episode that turns into a musical at the end where barney it's
0: a musical a musical neil patrick harris has got a good voice and he did a little musical on youtube that i like so
1: yes barney sings a song about suits
0: <laughs> of course he does
1: it's great it's a good it's a good episode season six zoe is in the season so Hooray, i was right before bad news is such a good episode you know the one
0: right damn okay yeah i never really watched it
1: you watched it with me
0: i think i we did watch it okay i don't really remember it
1: you don't remember bad news
0: honey that that was like three years ago
1: well let's devote some time to bad news okay because bad news is pretty consistently rated as one of the better episodes in the entire series and definitely for being such a late See, late season episode in the series, it's fantastic. It's called Bad News because Marshall unfortunately gets some bad news at the end of it, but it's framed in such a fun way, I think. But from the second that the episode starts, I can't remember what number it starts off at, but I want to say 50. Mm -hmm. In the background of many of the shots, you see numbers placed that count down from 50 all the way to one. In the episode, Marshall and Lily are trying to get pregnant and Marshall's very stressed out, so he calls his dad and asks him what to do. Um, Marshall thinks it's a problem with him because his sperm isn't strong enough and Lily's worried that it's her. When you see the one, it is a cab that strolls up that has a one on top and Lily gets out and says hi to Marshall. And at that moment, because the countdown's over, Marshall gets the bad news that his father is dead, which is super sad because I think the thing that breaks my heart and probably breaks most people's hearts because it's just so realistic. I think mm-hmm. I'm fighting back the tears in my eyes because Marshall looks at Lily and he says, I'm not ready for this. Mm-hmm. Oh no. It's so sad. Cause you get, at least myself, I started thinking about my father passing away, and it's just like, how, how can anyone be ready? Mm-hmm. But he just says, I'm not ready for this, and just hugs Lily, and the episode just ends.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it's just what the
0: fuck? It's very sad. So did he get to talk to him on the phone Well, before he passed?
1: I'm glad that you asked, because the episode after Bad News is called Last Words, and it's a follow-up that deals with Marshall's father's death. Early on in the season, Barney sort of finds out that he can figure out who his father is and he doesn't Mm. know if he wants to do it or not. But in this episode, because it's called Last Words, Marshall feels guilty because he can't remember the last words that he gave or that he said to his father Mm -hmm. or the last words that his father gave to him. And he keeps remembering like, oh, yeah, the last time my dad spoke to me, he was telling me that like this movie was good (laughs) or something like Mm -hmm. that like very
0: arbitrary yeah nothing yeah
1: yeah nothing significant Mm -hmm. and then another beautiful moment at the end marshall finally is able to listen to a voicemail that his dad left him and he's worried that it's going to be another dumb thing like oh this movie is great or the sandwich is fantastic and once again it is beautiful because the voicemail is pretty much his dad saying how proud he is of him and how much he loves him. And Marshall says, Okay, I'm happy that I listened to this. And it leads to Barney saying, I want to know who my father is. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Aww,
0: yeah, yeah. The, these,
1: these two episodes, you got to watch these ones. Good
0: job, season six. At least you got these right? two out of you.
1: And they have the episode Legend Daddy. Where, as Kayla alluded to earlier, Barney is very sad because he finds out who his father is. Do you want to tell them what he says?
0: I don't know. I don't remember. Um, I do know that. Okay. Maybe I do remember. Interject when and if I'm wrong. So basically, Barney figures out who his birth dad is, tracks him down, finds him. Yes. Discovers, oh, my God. Like, my dad has, quote, unquote, dad. Yeah, because he wasn't really there. So, sperm (laughs) donor, we'll call him.
1: Daddy wasn't there
0: to change my underwear. Barney like blows up on his his dad because he has a family. Uh He's got like a wife and kids, and you know they're living like the suburban dream, pretty much. Right, and Barney flips out he's, he's like this isn't fair i never got any of this and you just get to kind of like give it away to whoever right. you choose that's not oh, that's not fair i'm taking the basketball hoop, and <laughs> yeah. he rips it off he rips it off the the wall above the garage uh-huh. at his dad's house and he like takes it home right yeah and then he just cries
1: let, let me fill like, in the gaps here. yeah a fill in bit. the gaps because the beginning of it is his father trying to impress him by acting like he's pretty much barney can just bang any woman he wants and he lives this cool life but like you said he's just a suburban guy and barney seems upset at first because his dad's not cool
0: yeah but But that's not what barney actually wanted his
1: dad his dad gets frustrated he's like tell me what to do i don't know what to do like i want to be in your life but uh, you're not telling me anything and you were pretty much right because barney says because if you were gonna be a lame suburban father why couldn't you have been that for me Mm mm-hmm and that part hits pretty hard because, yeah. wow, Barney has a lot going on underneath. Mm-hmm. And, yes, he takes he takes a basketball hoop, but he takes it to Ted's house. Right. Because Ted had bought a home at this point.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: he says, you wanted a hoop, right? A kid needs a hoop.
0: Aw, yeah. Pretty <laughs> <Very> sad. sad. <laughs> yeah.
1: And he just wistfully looks off outside of the windows.
0: Mm-hmm. Aw. Poor Barney.
1: Season 7, I'll just say, kind of feels like regression for the most part. Uh, The only real episode I wanted to pick from this one was called The Burning Beekeeper.
0: That sounds problematic.
1: Because it's a super fun episode where they have a party, a housewarming party, at Lily and Marshall's new home.
0: Ooh! Didn't they move to, like, Staten Island or something? Yeah.
1: And it's shown in pieces because... It's only filmed from the perspective of one room in the house throughout mm. the episode, so like you get the shot of everything that happens in the living room, and obviously people go in and out, and then like yeah. when they come back, at Ooh, one that point sounds complicated. At one point, someone's on fire, so you're like, what the hell happened? And then you go to like the dining room area and you see, oh, when he left there, he went over here and did this. And then you see the kitchen. And so it's a mystery in the episode. It's like, how the fuck? What is going on with these how characters? How did this
0: man light on fire?
1: It's a super fun episode. I think it's a fun concept.
0: That is a fun concept. That's season seven.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The whole
0: season? That's the only one we're that's
1: keeping. That's it. All right. There's other ones, but I don't know. I didn't want to bog this down with too many. No,
0: It's fine. We're chugging along.
1: Season eight kind of blends together with season nine. You can tell they should have ended the show already. Victoria comes back. We already said what happens. Yep,
2: time ta- about that.
1: The Time Travelers, though, I think stands out as a great episode and does, I suppose, allude to the ultimate fate of the mother. Hmm. I don't know if you know.
0: Pray tell.
1: There's an episode where it's very fun. At the end, because there's time traveling Barneys and Ted's, at the end, all the different versions of them sing the song that, uh, what's it go like, Whoa, for the longest mm-hmm. time. You know that one? Yeah. And they all sing it together, and I think they do a pretty solid job.
2: Nice.
1: If I can find it, I'll insert it here. Nice. But that fun bit is like a post credit scene because the actual episode is Ted reminiscing on whether he should or should not go out to this event. Mm hmm. And future Ted, future Barney show up and say, Yes, you should, and no, you shouldn't, because it's either worth it or not. It all ends with one of the Barneys saying, Ted, enough of this. You're just imagining all of this. The truth is, you're sitting here in McLaren's and you're alone because Marshall and Lily are off living their life, and Barney and Robin are off living their life. And you're sitting here with no one to go with you to this show, and you're alone. Mm -hmm. It's it's very sad i think the part that hits even harder is that he tells his kids that was 45 days before he met their mother and his life changed and near the end of the episode he says if i had known then what i knew now i would have run to her and gone to her and it shows him running to her apartment and knocking on her door and you don't see the mother obviously but he says like hey you don't know me but i'm ted mosby and in 45 days we're gonna meet and we're going to fall in love and we're going to have kids together and craft this beautiful life with each other. And I just wanted to come here and tell you that even though it's only 45 days, I would give up anything to have these extra 45 days with you because I Aww. love you, because I love you so much.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's really nice. Yeah,
1: It's it's super sweet, right?
0: Yeah, that's very, very sweet. That's very touching. Uh-huh.
1: But Damn just, you, Ted Mosby. Right. He can be good.
0: The moments are fleeting. but It yes.
1: sucks because looking back on it, you're like, oh, it makes sense why he would want those 45 days. Because at first you're just like, wow, he really loves this person. He wants mm-hmm. those extra days. You find out that she dies. It makes more sense. Yeah. Because he'll never get any more days with her. So this mm-hmm. extra 45, even more important.
0: For sure.
1: Uh, and the season eight finale finally shows us the mother
0: the mother
1: i think her name is kristen malati
0: she's very pretty
1: okay we're finally here season we finally
0: nine. made it oh my Se- god season we're never nine gonna get there
1: it's a fucking doozy because i don't say why it's so bad after
0: there <laughs> we go we gotta save it
1: it's it takes place over three days
0: that how many episodes are in season like nine?
1: 20 or something
0: jesus christ it takes place
1: over three days
0: what is this haiku
1: and it all builds because it's the weekend of barney and robin's wedding right the wedding that is the wedding that is undone in the finale of the season of the series you know how season nine is all about these two getting married what if at the end of the season we just say never mind how would that make you feel
0: Uh, pissed. I think I'd be really angry. Kind
1: of like the season is a waste of time.
0: Well, it's almost like every wedding in this show, with the exception of Lily and Marshall, has fallen to pieces. Right. So what's the fucking point?
1: I mean, it's just like, why would you care? Yeah. Right? And a big part of this season is committed to Ted finally meeting the mother, which is essentially undone in the finale because she ends up dying.
0: How does she die?
1: She's sick.
0: Oh, they don't oh. say
1: exactly what it is, but she's sick with something. Great. So essentially, the season in and it of itself feels pointless because the two major plot points of it are undone in the final episode of the season.
0: Mm-hmm. Makes, um, makes none of this really fun.
1: Right. And it's just, me- barring that, most of the episodes are not that good.
0: Well, also, the show is called How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> and yeah. Ted spent... 99 percent of this conversation not even talking about the mom
1: right just giving hints and then talking about how much he wants to bang their aunt robin because his kids call her aunt robin
0: that's so gross why are you like this
1: isn't that weird
0: yes ew ew
1: nevertheless there's an episode called bedtime stories where marshall with his baby Aww. tries to keep the baby asleep by telling it bedtime stories and the whole episode is done in rhyme which is very Oh my fun. god
0: that's amazing. I sound and that sounds what? like I would love it.
1: It co-stars Lynn Manuel Miranda who of I'm sure Of course it does. <laughs> who I'm sure had a part in writing these and it's fun. Again it's another gimmick episode some people don't like it. I like it just cuz hey why not? It's a fun it's concept, fun. right? And then All the mother centric episodes are good, especially the episode called How Your Mother Met Me, which I think deserves a little bit more time.
0: Oh, that's cute.
1: Because it's all about how Tracy, the Mm -hmm. kid's mother, her life, and how she eventually came to met Ted. It even has an alternate end, or sorry, an alternate beginning where it shows Tracy, her friends, and their pictures in the exact same way as Ted and his friends. Mm -hmm. And then it it even has the alternate title, How Your Mother Met Me.
0: Cute.
1: Really good stuff.
0: Is it told from Tracy's perspective? It's her voiceover? Yeah,
1: she's the one who's saying, yeah, you know, this was my life, and this is my life before Ted, your father, and this is what happened. Wow, they only
0: gave that one episode? Yeah. That's, aw.
1: Right, right, right. I, I wish mean, they would have a, given it a little a, bit more time. That's a really read, well done but. episode. Well, that's good. I don't think it has any fat in it.
0: That's good.
1: <sighs> but we get to the ending. You know,
0: <laughs> You're trying so hard not to rage out right now. It's, it's great. Just, I remember great.
1: watching. I watched this live.
0: That's I so was, infuriating. I am so sorry for you.
1: I was excited for it. Like, how is this going to end? What's going to happen? And it was definitely one of those moments where you sit there in shock and awe and you say, no, mm-hmm. that cannot be. They're trolling me. When's the next episode? The last episode is a two-parter. It's called The Final Goodbye or The Last Goodbye. I think it's The Final Goodbye.
0: That's an s- extremely sad title.
1: Uh-huh. Everyone pretty much goes their separate ways. Barney and Robin are going to stay in New York.
0: But they didn't even get married.
1: No, they got married. Oh, they're going to say in New York, Lily and Marshall are going to move to Italy. And then Ted is going to move to Chicago because Mm -hmm. he said he can't be around. Um, Barney and Robin because they're married, but then he meets the mother. That's weird. He meets the mother and obviously, well, you know, it's Ted. He's like, Oh, I still love Robin. This is not okay with me. Anyways, he meets the mother. So that sort of patches things up. He goes and beats with her. Um, it shows them doing one last goodbye in the bar, McLaren's. I mean, McLaren's is such a great iconic place, but they say goodbye and like things aren't ever going to be the same. And Lily's like, I love you guys so much. Then we go and we get to see Ted and his wife fall in love and have kids. And we get to be super sad because Ted's super sad. Uh, God, it's a pretty gut-punchy moment. If it wasn't, uh if we had been able to be with the mother for much longer, because the mom says something about how all daughters' mothers should be at their wedding, and then Ted starts to tear up because he's realizing yeah. that she's not going to be at their daughter's wedding. Mm-hmm. Pretty sad. Uh She fucking dies.
0: <laughs> there it is. Um... Just
1: kind of abruptly. It sucks. You feel bad because you're like, how is this happening? I believe. Barney and Robin get divorced off screen, which is awesome. They just sort of say that it happened and you're supposed to move on. Robin returns to being a newscaster. Barney knocks up some random girl and gets a daughter. But that's the part where they play it off as some sweet thing. I guess it is sweet. But they play it off as his daughter is the one woman that he will truly love and he sort of changes his life and gives up his lifestyle to be a good father, which is pretty sweet. And Barney's mm. going to be great at it. Uh, Lily and Marshall are doing fantastic.
0: <laughs> As they should, because they are good people. And uh, the series
1: ends with Ted, no longer Bob Saget, his regular voice saying, and kids, that's how I met your mother. The kids are like, what? You told us this story. they, pretty much say what you said verbatim you told us the story it's supposed to be out about our mother she was barely in it you pretty much just told us that you're in love with aunt robin why don't you go be with her and he's like what you're okay with this and they say yeah you love her i guess so go do it and he runs off and she robin for some reason seemingly is in her same apartment weird and ted like throws a rock at a window yells at her or whatever she looks out and it's a, like
0: in season 1 it's in an the echo rain. of
1: season 1 and he yeah. once again has the blue french horn and we are led to believe seemingly that they're going to be together because now he has permission to be with Robin he it just makes it feel like they just jobbed out the mother You know, to use wrestling terminology Well, and I
0: don't think the mom would necessarily be happy about that either. It just just Um, also
1: makes it feel like the mother was there as a means to give Ted kids. And now that he has kids, he can finally be with Robin because he got kids from someone else. It's just like, Yeah, but uh, here's the
0: thing. Like, Robin still has to, like, help raise those kids. Right. And she never wanted that. So that's not really fair to anybody.
1: Yeah, it doesn't feel fair. It doesn't feel right. It's As I said earlier, what in nine seasons... Of them telling us Robin and Ted don't work out is going to make me believe that it's going to work out this time.
0: I have no idea.
1: Why would they? Why? And it ends on that shot. And then you sit there in shock and awe and you say, wow, I can't believe that this actually happened.
0: Yikes. Happy I didn't watch it. Hey! Here's
1: the final fun fact that maybe justifies this a bit, even though it shouldn't.
0: Sure. Go ahead. Please inform me because I'm pissed.
1: As you may know. People age and get older. They do? Yeah. However, the kids who play Ted's son and daughter. Yeah. They never get older throughout the show because all of their scenes were filmed in the first season. Which means that they were locked into this ending in the first season. Because when they say go be with Aunt Robin and all that stuff, that was them filming it like in the first season. Because the kids filmed their scenes and then never filmed any more scenes for the series which just seems pretty dumb to lock also, down
0: why wouldn't you record multiple alternate endings yeah, just
1: do it many different ways cover and you, all
0: your bases
1: you would think for a show that seemingly and does feel like at times they have amazing planning you would think they would do something like that huh not possible i guess
0: oh my god
1: Super dumb. They booked themselves into a corner, and they should have just adapted and somehow figured out. Like you said, just film different endings. Then you have you can have your cake and eat it too because you have the rest of the slices waiting for you at home. Mm, wow! You like that?
0: I did like that. that I of, really did.
1: <laughs> that kind of that worked out. That was
0: cute. I liked it. <laughs> now I kind of want cake.
1: Oh, uh, there's an official alternate ending. Really. Yeah, you can go watch it on YouTube. And they
0: released it? Yeah. Wow. It's
1: much shorter. And uh, the only real difference is it ends with the mom not dying.
0: (laughs) Wow. Almost like that'd be nice.
1: Sounds good. It's almost like the show's called How I Met Your Mother, not How I Banged Your Aunt Robin and Still Want to Bang Her. Yeah. Is it okay if I bang her children? Can I get permission from my children to bang their aunt? No. Ted Mosby. Ugh. Okay, let's DTR.
0: DTR. Define the relationship. You know, I haven't really talked much this episode, and that's for an obvious reason. I don't really know a lot. So that shows how show-dependent I am. Um, (laughs) However, I'm not resentful that I didn't watch this show. So, yeah, you could say that my relationship to this is like a friend of a friend. I'm aware of it. (laughs) There, It's fine. Am I going to go get a drink with this show? Probably not. They can go play poker by themselves and I'll go do what I want to do. For the things that I have seen, this show is pretty fun. It's enjoyable. Like most sitcoms on American TV, it was very much geared towards my quote unquote demographic. It just wasn't during the time of my life where I would have really enjoyed it. Now that I'm the same, practically the same age as the characters in it, it makes a little bit more sense. You can age with them now. I can age with them now. I just, you know, just gotta, just gotta adjust my, uh, my moral opinions a little bit to the 2005s, it, it, and onward. Oh sure. There's a lot of heart buried underneath this, this show, and I'm happy to watch it anytime it's on. So yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's uh, that's good for me. <laughs> happy I didn't dedicate, you know potentially days of my life to this show, but also am not resentful of um, watching it if the opportunity presents itself.
1: The relationship with this show is complicated, for sure. On some level, I am show dependent. I hear the theme song and I pop. The amazing episodes will stay with me forever. Season one is amazing. Pretty much seasons one through four are all really solid. And like I said, there's some great stuff In seasons five through nine. Just most of it isn't very good. (laughs) I can watch the show on repeat. I have been since we rewatched season one. I've been watching the other seasons just in the background as I hang out. Been your sleep show. Absolutely. And I never really get tired of it. But with that being said, it's definitely the first time I think that I felt burned by a TV show and a TV series finale. It's just so, just so unsatisfying. Mm -hmm. you tell me how i met your mother and unfortunately one of the first things that i think of is wow i hate the ending of this series
2: Mm
1: -hmm. the show's called how i met your mother it's supposed to be about the mother yep and we barely see her she's barely mentioned and the payoff to nine seasons 208 episodes was supposed to be worth it but it ended up making me feel frustrated and annoyed. The finale definitely still feels like and is a waste of time. As flawed as the ending is, the good of the series is great. And I'd say the show is worth at least one watch all the way through. I think at the end of the day, the series is much more about the friendship. It's much more about Ted and his friends and the love that they have for one another. I mean, when you have the mother, the titular mother die in the series finale, it kind of highlights that maybe she wasn't the most important thing in the series after all. Mm -hmm. One of the saddest parts is when the friends go their separate ways. So this show, if you take it at that, is a really solid show about friendship. And as I said, it's worth a watch all the way through because, as Ted says, sometimes, even if you know how something's going to end... That doesn't mean you can't enjoy the ride. There you go. And with Woo. those wise words from Ted Mosby, because he may be a piece of shit, but he gives us some wise words. Myself, Eddie, and Kayla, we would like to say thank you for listening. If thank you thank liked you. what you heard, if you <laughs> sorry, if you did, no, 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 <laughs> Is that I was talking about something else. Oh because god, I'm just now realizing if this somehow becomes your favorite episode, you're going to be able to say. What was your favorite episode of Show Dependent? Oh, the one where Eddie talks for 90% of it. Uh-huh. And Kayla just
0: uh-huh. Is, uh-huh. is there. It's okay. You don't have to like me. And nobody has to Much like, like
1: the mother in How I Met Hey, Kayla.
0: kind of pointless. Why was I here? I don't know. <laughs> I was here, though. It's
1: like, why didn't Eddie just do this by himself? I don't know. That's fine. It, it's Because you need
0: me to it nod my sense. head. Inv- uh-huh, I need uh-huh, validation,
1: uh-huh. much like that's, Ted, Evelyn. That's Moseby. why I'm here. It's if funny. you liked what you heard... I promise the other episodes will be less of Eddie talking and have more of Kayla in it. But please follow, download the other episodes so you can see what happens when Kayla actually has more knowledge about what's going on.
0: I'm smart. I know things sometimes.
1: And spread the word. Tell your friends that you sit with in the same bar, in the same booth, every single night of every single week that they can find the Show Dependent Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow Show Dependent Pod on Twitter, on Instagram. That is at SHO Dependent Pod. If you would like to follow myself, Eddie, and hear me blabber on more and more and more and give you hot takes.
0: He's very good at it.
1: And hear me complain about video games as I play them. You can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitch. It is at Victor V. Sweet. My love, Mm -hmm. Kayla. Yes. Where can they find you?
0: Not at McLaren's. Definitely not there. (laughs) Um, You could find me eating some of Victoria's delicious baked goods. Mm. Um, You could also find me on Twitter at DJ Vivich.
2: Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, was that a little, a little nod to our next episode, Eddie?
1: It may have been. Can you tell the people what we're doing next?
0: Oh, happily. We're going to have another guest on next episode, and we are so excited to speak with her. It's been a long time coming. We We really do enjoy her as a person, and we are going to talk about a film that all of us enjoy and are very excited to talk about, and we are going to be talking about The Emperor's New Groove.
1: God, what a great movie. So Legit- good. Legit- Can't legitimately- wait to talk.
0: And I'll actually be able to talk because I know the movie.
1: Hey, and that's hey. all. What a, what a great idea for a podcast.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, to know the content that we're we discussing. Go. Yes, very helpful.
1: Well, we heard from Ted Mosby, his wise words. But as I concluded, the show ultimately is about friends. And if you have friends that you love that you would do anything for, Barney has some wise words for you.
0: Whatever you do in this life, it's not legend, wait for it, dairy, unless your friends are there to see it.